Hello and welcome to 10 Ton Potato, the podcast where we talk about actual productivity in the Office 365 stack. I'm Brad and I'm joined by my co-host Craig. We are the founders of GT Consult. In this show, we dive into Microsoft Office 365 stack, how it actually works and whether certain features are gimmicks or major productivity boosts. We cover topics such as SharePoint, Workflow, Power Apps and Teams and share insights and tips on how to use them effectively. Whether you're a beginner, an expert, a developer or user, a potato lover or potato hater, this podcast is for you. So sit back, relax and enjoy the show. This is 10 Ton Potato and today we are talking about the SharePoint UI WebKit. How's it, Craig? Hey, how are you doing, Brad? Firstly, Good. do you like my shirt? Someone, someone who loves me went to Las Vegas and, and got it for me. Yeah, it's uh, definitely laundry day. <laughs> Love it. Yeah, cool. So we're talking about Web UI Kit. Very excited. Uh, new, yeah. new topic from uh, Microsoft there. Yeah, I've been trying to get my head around it um, and identify exactly what it is what we can do with it, um, how to leverage it. So uh, uh, what is the SharePoint Web UI kit, Craig? So when they first announced it, I got really excited and I got nostalgic. They're going back to 2001 when, uh, you know, you were still in nappies and um, they started with uh, the uh, front page designer. You remember that thing? Uh, that was actually the start of, of SharePoint. So I got really excited for this UI kit where you could design your, your SharePoint site and, and all the rest. And uh, in having a look at the SharePoint web UI kit, it, it is a designer for a SharePoint site um, using Figma, um, where they've got a number of different models that you can uh, build your, your UI. But it's really built for designers to create a page and display it. So you're creating an RFP or something of the sort, you would generate a uh, web you or you generate that, that uh, wireframe using the SharePoint Web UI kit. Okay, so it's actually something that you don't develop on, you design on to create the wireframe before you even touch SharePoint. Exactly. So it incorporates the, the framework of all of the types of pages you've got. It incorporates all of the out-of-the-box web parts so you, that you can drag them onto the page and get an idea what your page would look like or your site would look like because you can create multiple pages um, utilizing the templates that they, they've built out. And when I check out the, the templates that they're offering here, um, if I go into the figma.com at Microsoft link, um, they've got quite a few templates. I can see That's that they've it. got the Fluent uh, one now, which looks pretty cool. Um, and they've got a number of uh, iOS and Android and Windows UI type of kits. Yeah, so let me let me actually share this the screen with you and uh, show you exactly what we're we're looking at. So if you follow the link through to Sigma, um, you have the ability to build out this SharePoint Web UI kit. Now at, at Figma, there, there are a whole host of other UI kits. 
I, I want to check out but uh, not get confused on is if you go to Figma at Microsoft, you'll see there's also a Microsoft 365 UI kit that's more focused around your tools within things like Office and Teams, etc. You have a number of different emoji things. And then finally, you've got your, your SharePoint um, web UI kit. And th this is really what we're speaking about today. So opening that up, um, we get to our landing page. So when you open up in the design tool, it gives you some, some basic design where you can put in text, you can drag things around, add icons, etc. But quite importantly, um, you've got a number of items down the side here, like pages to tell you how, how this works, um, how to log, uh, uh, put in a change log, how to change the look, change the theme, etc. So this is just showing us information that you can then um, zoom in on um, and find out exactly how the, the tool works. But quite importantly, there are a number of different templates. So if we jump across to the templates, these are our um, pages that we can zoom in here a little bit. where you can actually grab a layout of a page um, and, and utilize that page as your, your template to start designing your site from. Then with those templates, you can start adding in all of your different web parts. And these are the default web parts that you would find. Normally when you create a page within a modern SharePoint, you click on the little plus button and it will show you all of these types of, uh, of web parts that you can automatically add to the page. So that, that's essentially the, the tool. Once, it's, uh, once you start using it, you can copy one of these templates. You can start grabbing a, a web part, like a hero web part, drag it onto the page, find exactly where you want to go and drop it, drop it in, and it automatically adds into, um, into that page. Okay, cool. And then <clears throat> you can then obviously then um, push play and it will export it to SharePoint and you A for away. That would be a wonderful idea. Um, and in fact, um, those are 90% of the comments uh, coming from people using it going, well, I've created a page. How do I now export that to SharePoint? So the play button gives you a preview or present view. So th this is very much aimed towards that designer presenting to their board once they've decided on a, an intranet or um, talking to an, an RFP and showing the, the site using that um, present mode. Now, what it doesn't do is export the functionality to SharePoint. So once you've actually designed the look and feel, you still have to get a developer to jump onto SharePoint and mimic everything that you've designed on the front end. Now, it's, it's quite easy because you just follow the instructions of, of exactly what is here and everything here is out of the box. So, you know, in, in that case, you, you can very much just go and configure the site according to the look and feel that the uh, designers designed. But you cannot export at this point the uh, page that you've generated into SharePoint. So it's only design. There is zero development happening in this web UI. 
Okay, so this is creating the control. This is, hey guys, this is the board, this is the management team, this is the company. This is what your SharePoint's going to look and feel like. Are you happy? And then they go, absolutely, we love it. And then you go, no problem. And then you share this with the design, with the development team. And the development team then follows through and actually does the framework and implementation on SharePoint itself. Correct. That is entirely it. So for me, honestly, I'm struggling with the concept because we live in a very modern world now. So when we go and see a client and we put together a, an internet for them, we use SharePoint Lookbook. We desire, decide on a, a design, which is um, shown here with, with all of the different components. You provision it and you actually configure it on the site itself or within your site. If you're, you're here, you can go and change the site templates um, by applying a site template, which applies many of the SharePoint lookbook uh, look and feels, and then you go and design them, and then you create a video where you show them an actual design site. Yes, I, I get the concept here, where um, you're, you're creating this as a designer to put into a document or, or something of the sort, but there's nothing stopping you from doing that with the SharePoint lookbook and taking a snapshot of the page. And also, you know, sites that are designed and then put onto a page versus actually seeing a site in a browser is often a very different experience. So for me, um, here, if you want to show a template of a, a site uh, page in one format or another, you have to design those. So there's a template for a normal size browser. There are also templates for um, mobile view. So then you have to see exactly how that looks and, and redesign it. So I, I'm struggling to see the, the benefit of this in terms of actual implementation. If, if this play button took the site and automatically created a site definition for you that you could deploy, excellent. In this yeah. case, mm, I, I'm, I'm struggling a bit. So, I mean, the scenario would be um, the marketing and design team would use this to come up with the, the look and feel of the intranet and then pass that back to the SharePoint development team. So someone that's Correct. never used SharePoint would then put this together and be like, okay, this is the framework we live in. This is what we want it to look like. You guys implement it. Exactly. But... There's a caveat to that because in setting up any of the web parts within the uh, web UI kit, you need to firstly know what those web parts do. And secondly, you need to know the, um, the variability. So let's take a hero web part. Hero web part could be one giant image with a call to action, or you could split it into five different tiles. Now you, if you've never worked on SharePoint before, probably don't know that you think Hero web part, okay, it's just a block at the top. Um, or a, a quick links might be buttons, it might be um, tiles, it might be a gallery rotating. If you don't have that knowledge of SharePoint, well then firstly, you're not going to know how that component works. Yes, you can pop it onto a page and say, okay, that looks good. But in the reality of it, you might need the, the UX kind of component in terms of, okay, you know what, these quick links will work better as buttons than a gallery. 
Um, so for me, there, there's a missing component here in, in terms of the knowledge you need for the SharePoint Web UI kit to configure it correctly versus what you can actually provision in the SharePoint lookbook or directly on a site. Now, what, what a lot of the comments are, are, this is great because you can sit with a client and design the site with them whilst sitting in the room. But let's face it, the configuration of modern SharePoint, you can do exactly the same thing. So, and then you've actually got a site that's up and running and they can look and play with and, and feel the actual um, design. So yeah, it, it's a very interesting toolkit. I think it's missing a, a component there in terms of that, that deployment, big time. Um, so I think, I think you've hit the nail on the head there. Um, the biggest issue here is it's, it's less about what it looks like and what the experience is going to be like and are you doing a double step? Um, so I, I think there's very few scenarios where you'll actually leverage the web UI kit um, if you have an experienced SharePoint designer or an experienced SharePoint UX on board because they would just build it out straight on SharePoint, straight away. Correct. And I, I think uh, in terms of making a video, people are more likely to watch a video than read a document this day and age. Um, so having that interaction of the actual UX, I think, is, is quite important for me. Yeah, it's because an intranet and an internet-facing page are two very different things. The one is all about you know, productivity and um, being able to get to information as fast as possible. Where the internet page is more about marketing, who are we, um, more flashy, more pizzazz. Um, so I think it's two different approaches. Yeah, and don't, don't get me wrong, a, a intranet needs to still look good. And I think that's why the modern experience of SharePoint has been such a vast improvement from the classic. Um, and, you know, smoke and mirrors, you always want your, your intranet to look and feel good. Um, but it's more around the functionality, what you're trying to bring to the organization. Do it in a, in a good looking fashion. Um, but when it comes to designing that intranet, it's also always a work in progress. We know that. That's part of our business. We, uh, if you look at the Gartner numbers, the number of years that it takes to, to build out a fully-fledged intranet, it's, it's an ongoing project. So, you know, that look and feel, yes, you need governance around it. You need to make sure that uh, everyone is conforming to that. And you do that through hub sites and pushing the themes and, and all of the rest. But when it comes to an actual designed page for a department, those are always going to change. It depends on what that agenda is of that uh, department. It, it depends on what the agenda is of the, the organization in terms of their intranet design. Um, so when it comes to that, I find the flexibility of using the, the actual site itself and moving components around, etc. for me is a, is a easier design. Yeah. I mean, different horses for different courses. Um, I won't go as far as to say it's a gimmick. I think, uh, if you don't have experience on the SharePoint side and you are a design firm, um, this would be a great tool. Um, because it, it, it gives you only what is available. So you, I mean, we've had that experience in the past where a design firm came in and said, make it like this and this and this. And we're like, well, that's not available. We have to code that then. So it kind of puts them in a, 
restrained area to say this is what's available to you so go ahead and use this so that's cool um yeah but, i think you, you make know, a great point there because we we get drawn into projects with uh where designers do the the actual design and, and sometimes those are separated and of course if you don't have the the rights well then you can't do it on sharepoint in any case so yeah yeah you make some great points there and so yeah i think um it all depends on what type of project you're, you're dealing with um Bigger companies will have, you know, a corporate identity that is very much governed. And so in the sense, they can be like, hey, guys, what do you want uh, us to do here? Here's Figma, roll it out and send us back uh, exactly what we can and can't do. Uh, they'll then, you know, uh, apply all the, the palettes and the templates and the look and feel and then that can probably go against your corporate identity and then you A for away, you know, this is how we roll, this is what it should look like, keep it like this. Um, I think that's the real application um, of the web UI kit. I think if you're an experienced dev, you would probably build it straight out on, on SharePoint. I, think I would once... like to see um, an export, though, to be able to be used as a template. I think that's the missing piece. Yeah, exactly. And I think they will get there. Um, I think this is a stepping stone to that where you can design your template and then publish it as a site definition. Yeah, I think uh, once, you, once you've closed that loop, uh, this becomes a huge productivity boost. Um, up until that time, it's, it's honestly a two-step uh, process, which some people might step right over. But I, I get it. I mean, it's not, it's not total gimmick. It's just... What a pity if you could just export this as a template, it would change everything. Yep, I see So you mentioned the lookbook earlier. Um, basically, the lookbook is that, that final step where you can obviously import that template and use it straight away. Yeah, so SharePoint Lookbook is a site that has a number of site templates that have already been defined. Um, you can provision them directly into your environment if you are an administrator, um, which means that you take the look and feel and you pump it straight in. So it's, it's kind of like a intranet design in a, in a box, but it's just for a single page. You still have to go in, configure everything, make everything uh, work. It's, it's just the bare bones. However, a lot of that functionality has been added in, um, as I showed on that uh, sidebar with apply a site template in SharePoint. It doesn't have all of the, the components, but uh, provides you with, with a lot of those just to give you a base framework that you can start building your site off of. And whilst some of them seem quite rigid, um, some will say, you know, this is for a crisis management site, but you can provision that for something else. You, you, yes, there's a bunch of changes that you have to make, but it gives you that, that base design with uh, the componentry already configured on the so it's a sourdough starter kit yeah kind of exactly there's something yeah what do you want to do with it is up to you yeah what we find works quite nicely is people have a look at the lookbook and then look at different components that are on a page and see what uh, resonates with them and then recompile all of those together to generate a, um, a landing page for them makes sense all right, and so obviously this, this all comes down to um, the look and feel of the environment, which is very important for adoption. 
And adoption is what we're going to be talking about next week in the episode on the adoption playbook. Nice segue. Yeah, I've been thinking about that the whole episode. Um, <laughs> but yeah, okay, thanks, Craig. I think uh, the ShapeWord Web UI kit, I understand it a little bit better. Um, I won't go as far as calling it a gimmick. I think obviously designers love it because they know what framework to to live in and create uh, fantastically good-looking SharePoint sites. I think from a implementation side of things, we would love it if you could just export it. I think that would be phenomenal. Um, and I think, yeah, there's an opportunity there for someone smart to roll that out. Um, or even to wrap it into Microsoft Designer to say, okay, I want this functionality and then it automatically generates it for you. That would be pretty, yeah. pretty awesome. Well, now we- just tell Copilot, right? Hey, bro. Yep. Exactly. Hook me up. There's my Figma site. Make it happen. I think our jobs are safe for a while. All right. Um, but yeah, thanks. I think um, I think it's it's one of those uh, uh, features that depend, right? Who in the business is going to design it? If you have someone that's going to design it and uh, has the ability to use Figma and be creative around it. It's it's a massive boost for them. Um, and then the devs, when they're rolling things out, know exactly where to stay. If you don't have that design team um, and the guys are already in SharePoint, they'll probably stay in SharePoint and build it straight on the SharePoint platform straight away. They'd skip the step. Yeah. I mean, once again, steps where or occasions where you'd use it, RFPs, as you mentioned, people without uh, rights into SharePoint uh, will definitely use it for design. Uh, uh, that's and just a big point, yeah. Yeah, governance. Yeah. Yeah, this is what I wanted to look like. Here you go. And then um, get those results out. Yeah. Okay. Well, thanks for showing me that. Um, definitely want to talk about the adoption playbook in our next episode. Uh, there's a lot happening there. And obviously, if you do all these great things on SharePoint platform, but nobody uses it, it's, is it just completely a waste of time? Does the old adage, if you build it, they will come apply even to SharePoint? Find out in our next episode. Craig, thank you so much. Thanks, Brad. Enjoy Cape Town. Thanks, bro. You too. Bye.